Yo, what up, people? Welcome to episode two of the Cancel Me podcast. I'm one of the three hosts, Henzo, and I'm joined here by MK and Lungelo. Hey! Yeah, what yeah, up, yeah. what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up. <laughs> Yeah, okay, first of all, instead of, because I know we promised you guys like a segment here for tweets, but we've separated that with the new series we introduced on Sunday. So now, mm. for this first 10 minutes, we actually have two two little sneaky inserts that we need to get to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> MK, you ready? <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right. The first, the first thing is, do you guys believe in reformed cheaters? Yo, man, I am one. So, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay. Go for it, Lugelo. Okay. Let me get a clear definition of what a reformed cheater is. Oh shit! Yeah, MK. Damn, you, I think you said like, you won. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, man. It's it's like it's like, it's like you know, man. Some some dudes they cheat like habitually. You know, they just cheat like as a habit when they like younger, when they like in relationships and stuff. Like they'll be like with three girls. Like it's just nature, you know. And then yeah. at some point you make the decision, like, yo, that's not how I want to live. You know, like I don't want to have all the stress. I don't want to be hiding and ducking my phone from the person that I'm supposed to be with and shit. And so you make that decision. Mm-hmm. Let me like be decent. Let me try to be with one person at a time. And then you start doing that. And that's what being a reformed cheater is for me. It's just someone who like used to cheat, like not even a lot, just used to, like that's how they used to do relationships, by cheating. Like that was just their yeah. thing. And now they just don't, you know? Like they just, yeah, that's how I see it. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot? <laughs> that is a lot. Because like, the second question, yeah. obviously the second question, not, not the second question that I have, but to do with this topic is like, okay. how is it the more you cheat, um, it's harder for you to be reformed or is it the less you cheat, is it easier for you to be reformed? If you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now, what but, happened? Because for you, for you, you, you say you're reformed now. But like, yeah. what happens to the dude that's like been cheating? You know, like he's just on the streets. Like he he's he's literally the pavement. Like they cut him from the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy! Wait to answer your question. I feel like people grow different, or people experience things differently. So you know, it could happen either way. So a person could cheat their whole lives and then get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm tired of this. Like, I, I need to, like, settle down with one person and not fuck around anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah, or, like, what if they encounter someone that cheats more than they do? <laughs> <laughs> and, now, and now every day is stress, you know? <laughs> Wait, I've got a question in regards to that. Because I've seen this conversation, you know, around for some time now. And it says, men don't know how to handle cheating while being cheated on. And it's actually true. Yeah, that can, yo, that's like, that's they a take deep it dark. Than <laughs> they take yeah. it harder than women. Yo, have y'all been cheated on? Because to my knowledge, at least, I don't think I've been cheated on. I might be wrong. Same. 
<laughs> that's also I me. Know. That's also me. Because, oh, like, damn. it's crazy. It's crazy because, like, damn. back in the day, back in the day, I used to be like, man, I ain't never been cheated on. Who's cheating on me? And then now, now as you grow up and you, like, you learn. Because the thing is with cheating, the, the problem with men is that niggas like to brag about what they did. So the That's secret, true. the secret always gets out. Like it will always, mm. always get out. Like this dude will be like, ah, yeah, nigga, you know, I was down there. <laughs> like, mm. He's like, yeah, you know me. <laughs> Laugh with the boys. And then also another yeah. thing, another thing is dudes, <laughs> dudes can't handle pressure, like extreme pressure, you know, like, because I've seen how a cheater operates like when he's at home and if your girl's on your case every day like yo I know I know you was doing something I know you was they eventually cave because niggas get like so emotional they're like yeah okay fuck I fucked that bitch I fucked that bitch I fucked all the bitches (laughs) It, it just it explodes and now growing up what I've realized is like the women that cheat, they can hold a secret, bro. They take yeah, that to true. the grave. A hun is taking <laughs> a hun, a hun is taking that to the grave, bro. She's not releasing that. She's gonna hold like that's like oh, that's wild. That's the thing. So mm. now that's why my answer as well is, to my knowledge, I haven't been cheated on. But I'm not gonna say I haven't, because then next thing, huns come out like, yeah, actually, I was, I was dibbling and dabbling in your boy like, while we were together. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, I never, and I never understood, I never understood why uh, dudes cheated and then they tell the entire squad. There's like eight of you. You really think eight niggas <laughs> are going to keep a secret? Exactly. And at least two of them dudes are trying to smash your girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they'll try and get it out there somehow. They'll get it through the... the the girlfriend's best friend. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, also yeah. we got to talk about something. <laughs> Why is it that when friends have a falling out, one of them have the, have the tendency of exposing the other person? Mm, so say, for example, so, so, say, so, so say, for example, um, your girlfriend and maybe her friend have been friends for a while, right? Mm. And then they have a falling out, like this beef, it's hectic. And then the friend comes to you and she's like, you know what? I've got some things to tell you about your, about your girlfriend. She did this, that, and that, and that, and that. It's like all these files are coming out. So I'm just like, yo. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, why is it that when you, got, when you guys are falling out, that's when you decide to betray your best friend? Okay. Yeah, that's another, that's another thing because that's crazy. Females, females always like... Um, Cause from what I've seen on timelines, they make fun of like dudes that are like really good friends. They're like, oh, these I don't trust these men. They low key gay or something. And it's like, at the end of the day, (laughs) at the end of the day, because you know how I see it, like male friendships are almost like it's it's built up through like team events. You know what I'm saying? Like whether you played sports together, whether you were together in this or whatever, it's built up of yeah. like team mentality. So it's like you're ready to go go to war in a sense for your boy. But then like female relationships, like sometimes when I look at them, I'm like, this hun is literally just friends with this hun so she can stunt on her. 
or like this son is friends with this son simply because of like convenience at the time like are they both yeah. this place so they're both friends like mm. so i'm not saying yeah. all female uh, relationships like to do with friendship are fickle but like to me yeah, sometimes they like they look shaky like you look at it you're like they are this is shaky yeah because like how can a hun go through 17 best friends in her lifetime bro like that that, <laughs> that, that too, i've had the same best friend since i was like in grade two <laughs> yeah <laughs> big facts <laughs> so no, but it's what's, mad what baffles well, me is when you sit with like a squad of like girls right yeah yeah and then maybe one of them is absent Mm. Or maybe one of them walk away from the table, and then that's when it's like they'll get there and be like, "Oh, I like your dress. Oh, you're just nice. Oh I like my your shoes. God. And then she walks away. It's like, "Hey, got the little week you're now." And I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> what?" Same <laughs> man. I never understood the relationship dynamic. Yeah, and then now back back to how you were saying. Um, when they have a falling out. Cause I feel like that, that sometimes that can tie into cheating too. Cause you know, like when a hun has a falling out and say you dating, cause, cause some like cheating, yeah, it's bad. Like niggas cheat, like there's some niggas that cheat without excuses, but sometimes temptation mm-hmm. is a part of it. Temptation is a part yeah. of it. Cause like say mm. you dating a hun and then her and a friend fall out and the friend starts like using you as the middleman. Next thing, she's going to start disclosing things like, yeah, you know that time me, me and your girl were at Rich Durban or we were at Taboo or something. Your girl was high-key feeling this dude and she was chatting him up, getting drinks from mm. him. And she was using, she was obviously using her sex appeal to get drinks for the squad, whatever. But I think she still talks yeah. to him. And then that puts like all this doubt in you. And then you're like, yo, word. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing she's like, yo, let me touch you up. <laughs> and then, and then the, yo, you, you finished after that. <laughs> you finished. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> The weak men die from temptation. But yeah, before yeah, before we move on to my other question, have you guys ever crazy. first of all, have you guys ever cheated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what's some real shit? Yeah. You know. Was it like a once off? Like what was going on? Nah, dog, it was a situation where first of all, like, you know, like I'm young right now, right? I'm like twenty one right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was younger before. I was, like, 18, 17, around then, you know? And, like, I was in a relationship that wasn't, like, really, really working out. Like, I wasn't really talking to the person. We weren't really communicating. Nothing was really happening. So it felt more like I was single, you know? And it's one of those situations... Well, I don't know if y'all know, but, like, it's a situation where you don't know, like, how to cut it. So it's kind of like, you know, let me just ride with it until I see where it ends, you know? Mm. And it's like, uh, (laughs) it's like, that. I'm still with this person, no key. And it was, so it was was one of those situations, you know? So you're dating them out of sympathy. It was more like, it was more like, man, I hate making people sad. That's the thing. Like, I feel like I'm a very sensitive person, no key. Like, I don't like it when people are like sad because of shit that I do to them and I could check that like with this person was like you know it was tough on them like where they was and shit and like they were like 
not depending on me, but like I was good for them at that time. Like I felt like mm. I'm not really interested in this relationship anymore. I don't really want to be in this no more. But like, you know, I don't want to hurt him like that. You know, I don't want to hurt him like that. So it was like, damn. Yeah. So you just sort of wait for the end. Yeah. Yeah. The end came like, yo, the end almost never came. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the end came eventually. And I was like, damn, okay, I'm relieved now. I'm, I'm free. I'm free. So yeah, it was just that. I feel you there. I've had, I've had a couple of those. I've I've never cheated personally, but like I've had a couple of those where you like you stuck in this limbo. But then I don't know, like because yeah. some people say flirting is cheating. Because when I'm stuck in that limbo, like you low key start you you start to have the wandering eye. Then you like, damn, these two other hands on the side that are hitting me up. And it's looking very flavorful. <laughs> it's very flavorful. <laughs> like the meal, the meal that I'm eating right now is like very sad and it's not making me happy. But like now as, yeah. I've, grown, as I've grown, I've, I've learned like, bro, you just need to cut it off. Like no matter how much yeah. pain you get from it or how much you put them through, it's like you have to chop it in half. Yeah, yeah, that's that's most, that's most definitely like what I learned out of that situation. Cause like you know I cut it off, and then like after a while I seen it glow, like glowing up and shit. I was like, oh wait, yeah, <laughs> it off without me. You know? Yeah, like, mind state. Like just go be happy without me. Like, you'll be sad now. Like that's cool. So yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that, that that's what's up. Okay, then now let me ask you the secret question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dum dum dum. <laughs> All right, my question now is is to do with cheating. But now oh, first okay. it's it's this. There's two parts to it, but it's one question. Oh god. <laughs> it's okay. one it's one of those. Okay. Okay. Would you rather catch your girl? cheating like her getting pressed by the dude like say she's in doggy somewhere i don't know where you run up to she and doggy or would you rather catch her cheating and she's sucking a dude off (laughs) i don't wish these events on any of you brothers but (laughs) those are horrible questions ah damn that's dark (laughs) dark Come uh, on, guys. <laughs> Come on now. Yo, MK. <laughs> Yo man. I- <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, shit. They're both equal. Man, okay. Uh, Wait, yeah. personally, they're the same yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it's the same is. to me. <laughs> it- I'm still going to get the same reaction. I'm still going to hurt the same. So whether she's on her knees or she's arching uh, her back, it's still uh, the same thing. Uh, Nah, it's okay, not the wait. same thing. It's still, it's like at it's the end not. of the day, no, it is. At the end of the day, oh, at the end oh. of the day, I'm still gonna go home, yeah. overthink this shit. I'm gonna be hurt. So now I'm gonna be thinking about yeah. wow, like she was texting yeah. with Mans. She got into that Uber. Mm. She spoke mm. to Mans. Mm. She, mm. <laughs> yeah, if, and it's like, what if he drove the Uber? <laughs> oh. You see, but it's like you were in the car, you were contemplating, you were going with the intent of, I'm going to smash this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So both ways, psychologically, it's still going to fuck me up. 
whether she was on her knees or whether she was arching the back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but the image is different. Yeah. <laughs> the image is different, I, 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 I have a different know. answer. I have a different yeah. answer. Yeah. All What's right, your let, answer? let me break this down. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> firstly, I break it down. Firstly, yes, they're both bad. <laughs> like, you, you're going to be destroyed in some shape or form <laughs> from both of these events. But oh, now... Yeah. Um, no, this is how this is just how my mind works. My my mind is like there are different things going on in my mind. But yeah, this is what happens. So I walk in, I see man giving my girl back shots. And then I'll be like, oh my God. You know, but like the the, the way I look at it in both these events is like if I catch man suck, because you know when the nigga the way I see it in my, in my mind is I'm walking up to this dude's GTI and he's got, he's got, my, he's got my girl in the GTI and she's sucking him off. The way I see it is like if you, if, if I see that, cause like the way he'll be sitting, bro, with all the power in the world, you know, that's sitting, all the power in the world with the GTI, got my stick, and I'm like, what? That's, yeah. that's when you fall to the ground. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, you fall to your knees and you buy, you buy the passenger window. You're like, baby! <laughs> You're like, no! <laughs> it'll be, it'll be a, that's a drama movie. Now, yeah. if, you, if you catch, if you catch a dude giving your girl back shots, He's he he looks so vulnerable, dude. Like this nigga's exposed, she's exposed, and this is an action movie now. Now, now, now yeah. I'm, I'm Rocky. I'm Rocky. Now. <laughs> <laughs> he went from a 2000s R&B music video <laughs> to John Rambo. <laughs> now, now I'm busting the door. I see this dude, and you see him fall over. You know. <laughs> He it's your girl, he falls over. Like, What's going on here? Oh, and the girl just hears Windsor jumped. No, but I feel like okay, I wanna change I wanna change my answer. I feel like <laughs> no, wait, I feel like <laughs> with catching your girl like mid back shots. I feel like the worst part about this is 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 witnessing her facial expression within the three seconds. So there'll be that three seconds where they don't know you're in the room. And when you catch that three seconds, that's the three seconds that's going to play in your head for like weeks, bro. Mm, mm, mm. So, like, yeah. That's why, I feel that's like why one is worse than the other. Nasty. Yeah, that's why you got to make it count. You got you to gotta sneak up on the nigga, then you drop your wins on and then you just you slap him <laughs> you wait slap. i've got a question now yeah would you fight yeah, yeah. would you fight would you fight no nah. the guy that your girl's cheating oh with? man i feel like that's pointless yeah it is pointless but in the moment wait, you wait, know, wait. yeah what would you rocky do in the moment oh hell no okay <laughs> wait what would you guys do in the moment what would you guys do in the moment 
Right, I don't even know. Man. Wait, okay, wait. Okay. I feel like it's one of those where you have to experience it before you know exactly what you're gonna do. No, that's true. That's true. It depends what situation it is, man. Like bank shots is worse. That's my answer. Like 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 catching her mid stroke yeah. as you get awarded it. That's the worst. That's the absolute worst, dog. Cause in your mind in that moment, you're like, yo, he she probably sucked his dick too. You know, like cause when you go home. Like you're gonna be thinking about like all the shit they did before, all the shit like that did up to it. It's like damn, mm, the conversation, damn, the whole nine yards. Like she, she didn't, she didn't hesitate. She didn't look mm. back. She didn't stop. There was no guilty conscience. She didn't think about me once. All up to mm. the way of a climax. And I'm just like, yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked up. So backdrops. And you're gonna worse. think about all of backdrops this. You're gonna be. Out. You're gonna think about all of this, and the last image you're gonna have is those three seconds. Mm. Powerful. Yeah. So that's and that's how futures are born. I don't know what I do. Nah, dude. I think <laughs> I, I think I can recover. Like it'll be a long journey, but I can recover from seeing my girl get back shots. If I see yeah. if I see my girl catching a head in a GTI, bro, I don't know how that's gonna play out in my mind. Because also, if the nigga's very calm. She's giving him if, she, if the dude is very calm and she's giving him head. And you know, it's one of those where he just pulls up his pants, he's like, Yo, sorry, my G. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'd be incensed. <laughs> and then he he'll kick he leaves her to you. He kicks her out the car and he's like, Yeah, sure. And he drives off. <laughs> And okay, then, sorry, G. Yeah, and then you then. Man's got the do rag and shit. Yeah, sorry, he, he's gone. He's disappeared into the night. <laughs> you left there <laughs> with your hand and your problems. <laughs> now you, you rattled. You rattled. Because also imagine if a dude's casually. Because how I see it is rounds, a couple rounds happen. And then when you guys get comfortable together, then like the casual oral sex starts throw, being thrown around. So I'm like, damn, yeah. this dude was so this, It's been happening. For real, that's how it works? Yeah, dude, trust. I thought it was way around. I thought, damn. Nah, at least for me, I don't know. I've never, I've never just got oral off, off, the, off the get to know. Like, hey, how are you? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's how it usually starts for me. Not off the get to know, but like before. Yeah, like before the sex. Like before before she lets you smash, she, she won't suck your dick. Like, ain't that how it, ain't that how it works? Shit, it hasn't never happened with me. I've always smashed oh. before before I've got the the yeah. portions. All right, damn, that was quite, that was quite intense. <laughs> <laughs> I got some more questions, but I'm seeing time, so might as okay, well. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to the main topics then. Once again, I just want to thank all the listeners for the support that you guys have been showing. And hey. I just want to say welcome officially to episode two. So these are the main topics yeah. we're gonna be dealing with. First of all, I don't know oh, playing techno there in the back. Why do I hear techno? <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's get to the topic number one. Topic number one is yeah. cancel culture. 
what what are your thoughts what are you guys thoughts on cancel culture cancel culture man like is it even a thing like does it work you know like when people are like let's cancel r kelly like is, is he canceled like for real or is he yeah. still out here you know like yeah. i mean there's some situations there's some situations in some cases where it works out like uh with harvey weinstein for example because like mm. they went the whole they went the whole shandies with him they took him to court they did all of that but when yeah. people are just saying cancel so and so on social media then it's just a tweet it's just a hashtag i don't really know how effective it is you know like you can't mm. be canceling someone on twitter but then you still got them on spotify like it don't work like that you know Facts i feel like you. i feel like this whole canceled, well, telling someone they're canceled, it's almost equivalent to being told, all right, you got 10 minutes in the corner. You know, <laughs> you're a bit fucked up, you did something, and they give you 10 minutes in the corner, and then afterwards, it's like, it's all back to normal. That's yeah, what I feel like yeah. cancel culture is to some extent. But I also have a question for you guys. Mm, okay. I was, thinking, I was thinking about this this morning. And, okay, we got R. Kelly, then we got 6 9 and we got Chris Brown, right? And we, and we got the, so, the Durban this, gents, the Durban DJs. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that just now. Let oh, me, yeah. I just want to ask a question. I just want to use these guys as, as examples, right? Oh, yeah. So now this Chris Brown incident happened when? Like almost, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. And if I can remember correctly, around that time when news broke up, when that news broke up, we saw that in magazines, you know? Mm. And the way I remembered it, it was like, oh, Chris Brown beat Rihanna. Like, uh, Chris Brown laid hands on Rihanna. There was that shock. But no one was talking about, I'm not going to listen to his music anymore. Yeah. Okay, maybe people who were teenagers at the time may have a different uh, perspective on this. But the way I saw it happening, I didn't see, like, the media maybe saying that Chris Brown is canceled. Chris Brown is, you know, like, everyone continued to support him. Yeah, I also same thing with six. Same thing with six nine. Okay, six nine. They brought out his cases. His uh, case. I think he has a pedo or something. Yeah, they brought out his case. Yeah, and he continued to have a successful career. Now with R Kelly. Now with R Kelly. Um, these things happened when like fifteen years ago, and then people are finding this out. Say maybe two years ago, that's when the whole thing blew up. Mm. Mm. And people cancelled R. Kelly. Maybe not immediately, because as soon as the, the, the cases popped up, that's when his music streams went up. But I feel like slowly after that, that's when people actually cancelled R. Kelly. Like the public cancelled R. Kelly. So I guess my question is, do you get cancelled based on your value in the industry, based on what you have to offer? Like in terms of in terms of your products, in terms of music, whatever it is that you make. Mm. You're asking us whether the value of someone determines whether they get cancelled or not. Yeah, in terms okay. of artistry. I, I think my answer to that would be like, maybe, I think, I think it, it, it plays an effect, you know? Like big names, they can do some things and then it would be very controversial for them to do it. But then when somebody small does the same thing, it might not be such a big deal and the other way around. So I think like with certain things, like there's certain people that we expect to do like crazy wild things. So we let them do those crazy wild things. 
or certain people like we want to forgive so we forgive them and then there's other people that people just don't care about like for the vast majority of people like the masses don't care about like 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 the average musician with like 100 streams even if they found out that like he's been I don't know, man, cannibalizing kids in the back of his woods, they're not going to cancel them because they don't really care about it. So I feel like the whole shandy is you have to have a certain amount of value for you to be canceled, to have like any meaning for people to want to cancel you. But at the same time, that value is what shields you from being canceled because people look at you and they're like, yo, we don't actually want his music to stop. We don't want to stop watching his shit. So I feel like it's a bit of a, yeah, yeah. It's a, bit of a tricky situation. Yeah, just to mm. just to piggyback off that, another thing I've been thinking about as well is the power of perception. Because like how because a lot of these people, like when you look at it, these are like famous people. And as much because I was reading somewhere um the other day that the value of entertainment outweighs the value of a lot of things. And when you look at it, when you look at it seriously, it's like these people that entertain us, these people that provide music, these people, because like they've been, they've been groomed and grown for a long time. Like R. Kelly's been here, like man did gospel, next thing he's sexing women. Then like, I don't know, he's been in so many bags. I think he probably even has like a, a club EDM song somewhere. EDM song somewhere like this dude is in so it's crazy to me because like people were like yeah he's cancelled he's in jail and then when he was in jail there were women sending him millions bro like millions of dollars so I was like whoa so like at the end of the day it's also perception because like people because when you think about it, it's like first of all you have to think why do I support a celebrity and then when you think about it they provide a service that you pay for but meanwhile while you while you exchanging your money which money has like money right now like there's there's like a zero zero value in money but essentially mm. what what you're exchanging is bits of your confidence because when you pay with money you're confident that that money is worth something so you give it value. So like when you exchange money for their content, you feel like you're giving parts of yourself to them. That's why these people are like riding so hard. Cause like in Chris Brown's case, I don't know if like he, he started, um, if he was, he started funding like abusive campaigns or whatever to prevent obviously abuse or whatever. I don't know what happened after he hit Rihanna, but like when you look at it like this, like, the whole aesthetic of it, like, they were like, I can't believe Chris Brown hit Rihanna in a blue Lamborghini. And then it was like, whoa. Like, when you read just that alone, there's a lot of woes in that. First of all, there's yeah. Chris Brown. That's already a woe. Then there's Rihanna. That's a woe. And both of these people, their money together, that's a woe. The fame, woe. And then there's the Lambo. Like, who do you know is hitting a, not just any girl, but Rihanna in a blue Lamborghini? Like, that is like, that's wild. Like, if Chris Brown hit, hit Rihanna in a Fiat, in a Uno, people would have been like, nah, dude, like, what? This dude needs to go. Like, he needs to go. It was so fucked up because, like, it's all about the perception of how they're presenting these things to us. Because, like, now, Achilles had this for a while. 
But each time they've tried, he was at that Chris Brown status. You know, the, let's say the hitting a girl in a blue Lambo status. That was his abusive status. But now he's like, he's being diluted. Like R. Kelly ain't exactly looking the same. He ain't holding the same. Even Harvey Weinstein, like all these dudes are being degraded. And then only now they've decided to go after these dudes. Only now. Mm. Like it starts to ask, yeah, because that 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 makes me question whether the people wanted to suck out all the value from them before they throw them to the dogs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what? Because cancel culture, I think it'll always fail because these people they try to cancel, they're being backed by like these big, big, big organizations. So what happens is these organizations see this and they'll probably even, it'll be free press. Like for R. Kelly, his sales went up. Like, I know no one wants to hear this, but like his sales went up that time he was going to. By 200%. That's what I remember. Yeah. On Spotify. Because there were a lot of people who didn't, who forgot about him or like heard about him, but they weren't looking for him. And then what, what happened with that doc the docu-series they dropped on him, people started going back to his songs to try see whether they could like find something in the lyrics that was like saying he did this. Because people, because what, what a lot of like um, outlets were saying is even low-key, when you listen to his music, you can hear he was, now it's all weird. Like you don't know if he was talking about a grown woman or if he was talking about a little girl. So like it starts, it starts, like questions start coming up. And then a lot of people went back to listen to the music, which essentially got him paid. And also you guessed it, got hit, the company behind him paid but no one ridicules those companies. Because I remember also Kendrick was like, you can't just remove people. Because Kendrick was saying you have to separate the person from the arts. I don't know if he was talking on R. Kelly. I think he was more talking on Triple XX, you know, XX Tentacion. Because he also had some weird cases in the back. And uh, Kendrick went to war for him. He said that, like, you can't... Because, like, if you look at it, hip-hop is filled with niggas that, like, kill people, people that do this. And you're saying that the whole genre is created for the misfits. So, like, you can't remove someone's, someone's music just off selection. Like, you want to be selective about who you remove. Because then most of the artists wouldn't be on these platforms. Because you would have to... Yeah. You, you'd have to judge them on character as well when a lot of their songs aren't like based on morality. Like there are no morals involved. There's no ethics. Yeah. yeah. So it's you like, can't, you can't cancel someone for the same reason that like you love them, you know? Yeah. You can't cancel someone abusive because they make music that gets you to abusive shit. Like that's, that's a double standard that you can't really apply because it doesn't really fit. So Facts. I feel, I feel that. Yeah. I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel. <laughs> And then, and I'm also thinking about how the label only dropped R. Kelly like a few weeks after, so that's yeah. when like, all the streams just died down. So the people, I think the people have good intent, but the way that they go about fighting this battle or trying to cancel someone probably isn't the correct way. Like now, I want to get into. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to say on this on this end. No, I think we covered it. 
Okay, yeah. because in terms of the things that were happening here, obviously, you know, we had that the gender-based violence that was going on with all those, uh, obviously, the various artists, celebrities, DJs, and they were on that Twitter, the, I forgot what it was called, but there was that Twitter that was exposing people. Uh, Durban abusers. Yeah, it was something along those lines. Because, like, now... Yeah, please correct me. Yeah, someone yeah. correct someone correct me because I um yeah, I think it's called Durban Survivors. Yeah, Survivors. that's the one. That's yeah. the one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now in this case, the way that it's different from the US is that obviously the US has a lot of gatekeepers in the industry and whatever and in all those big companies. But I feel like in SA you feel it more. You know, like the people that are blocking people from entering industries and small industry. yeah, because it, yeah, it's a smaller industry. So like you can, you can sort of see things more obviously, like there's always like new artists that are complaining about not being able to get into the scene or something like that. And yeah. I'm saying this because it showed us because all those people that they were listing on Durban survivors, it's like, how do you go about because like these djs own these companies too so like it's very different from r kelly where r kelly was the product he wasn't he wasn't the the actual company or the money so like here it's like these dudes own these places and under them are other artists as well who are also like obviously earning their keep trying to make a living whatever but then now it's like, how do you go about canceling someone who is an artist and he's also the owner of the company? Because people were saying, because just like R. Kelly, these guys also have followers that are like heavily invested through obviously exchange. You know, I spoke about yeah. the whole exchange and then you feel like, uh, cause even me, when I heard, because uh, like the Bill Cosby thing was wild by itself. But then the R. Kelly thing, the R. Kelly thing is, for me, was wilder. Like, Bill Cosby, yes, it's wild, but I mean personal impact. Like, for me personally, the R. Kelly thing was so much wilder because, like, I grew up in the car listening to R. Kelly, the radio. R. Kelly was everywhere. Like, when I was growing up, R. Kelly was just everywhere. Like, the man was on the radio. He was everywhere. So, like, when you hear this, it was like, yo, like, what? A cult. Mm. So now, whenever I think about these things, I think in relation to these Durban survivors, guys, because a lot of people have been listening to their music, dancing to their music, doing all these things. And now it almost, it's like a cult without officially saying it's a cult. You know what I'm saying? Like these people have unconditional love for these artists or these people and yeah. it's almost like they don't know in the sense of how to withdraw even though something so dirty and disgusting and vile has happened they don't know like the means of how to withdraw so it's like damn so you st- the everyone's stuck in a weird situation which they shouldn't be because the answer is obvious like you can't support people who obviously um because how I see it is like, yep. if you're supporting something like that, you can't necessarily contradict yourself in the support. You know what I'm saying? 
my thing with that is like I don't know if canceling someone is the appropriate reaction to something going like to them doing something we think is morally wrong. You know, like I don't know if that makes yeah. like it just doesn't make sense for me, dog. Like some like somebody murdered somebody. Like let's say I'm a musician, I'm making my music, and then tomorrow I rob a bank and I murder a bunch of people. Now everybody yeah. gotta stop listening to my music in retaliation to me robbing a bank and killing people. Like that doesn't that's not justice. Like, social justice is not justice, if that's what it is, because that doesn't correct anything. Like, yeah, yeah. I might stop support, I might stop forms of income or whatever, but that's not addressing what I did. Like, when somebody does mm. something wrong, people should take them to court. People should arrest them. That should be the action. It shouldn't be, yo, let's stop listening to their music. Like, what? That's why I was saying you can't contradict. Yeah. You can't be a contradiction. You can't be like... Oh, cancel his music, but like allow him to walk free because that's the same thing as just saying, like, yeah, don't don't ridicule them for their actions, but like allow them to still be free. Like, how is someone gonna learn? Or in in the cases some people say prisons are wrong and prisoners need to be reformed, how will that happen if the dude doesn't go in? Like it doesn't, or like he has. There's no punishment for whatever crimes they commit. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. So he's got like people behind him that prevents him from getting there. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, how? What was the original? It brings us to this. What was the original purpose of cancel culture? Like first of all, because like you know all these movements, like they start off strong because they have an actual meaning and like weight behind them. Cause how I see it, cancel culture, like no one, it didn't really come with a hashtag, but like it was one of the movements that started happening. They piggybacked obviously off other things like gender, gender-based violence, then cancel culture, it added to cancel culture. Then they pick it off like domestic violence, added to cancel culture, pick it off um, obviously the sex offenders, all these things. And then it finally made cancel culture. They just gave it a word. So my thing is, what was the original purpose? Because you see even... Um, in terms, I don't want to relate these two because I hate it when people do this, but just to like add a little bit more substance, I want to say in terms of the Me Too movement, it also started for something specific and then it turned into like men are trash, which wasn't bad, but then it went to like the extremists who were like, all men need to die. So like I see cancel culture as that extreme. Like it, it turned into that extreme, but then all these people involved in it are fighting for different things. So the energy is less focused, like it's less focused. That's why I think people who get canceled, like he just, he does like kisses a couple babies, gives, uh, gives some money out and then he's back. He's back up and running. It's like, what? Yeah. I think with cancel culture, the original idea was like, you know, man, these people are big. Like, like, like some names are like really, really big in terms of like just what they have access to. Like they have armies of lawyers, accountants, armies of PR agencies, like that actively push this image. It's not just there mm-hmm. because they're just amazing and stunning. Like they have entire teams running them, you know? And I yeah. think the original sort of intention behind cancel culture was to strip away all this power, all this money, all this influence that this person has by showing them for what they are or for who they are 
so that people are more able to engage them, not as this big brand or entity or business, but simply as a human being and make them accountable for what they've done wrong. Because businesses get, a, yeah. get away with a lot of shit for that very purpose, because they're spreading a lot of money around, because they're employing a lot of people, because they mean a lot to a lot of people. So people can't really like, you know, so with cancel culture, I think it was just a matter of stripping away all that power from the person so that people can put them to trial. Okay, so it's the sense of making them, like, making them so exposed that even, like, this big PR team or whatever can't restore whatever they have created up to that point. Yeah, so the PR yeah. team has to drop them, you know, because then yeah. the person starts being bad for the PR company. It's about making someone so bad that everybody linked with them and everybody, like, connected to them doesn't want to be linked and connected to them anymore. I feel. Okay. As well as the support from the public. I feel like that also decreases, like the purpose of it is to decrease the support from the public. Yeah. Or from the fans. Yeah, because you have to make them... The fans are the strongest. Mm, They are the strongest. They They are the source of income. Yeah, like not even income, dog. Just like on a a, a term of like decisions that are to be made and how people feel about them. Like, if a government does something that, like, the people don't like, you know, the people go right for it, like we're seeing in America with, mm. uh, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the black brethren who are, you know, they're suffering because of the police brutality and they're going to ride for it. And although yeah. nothing might happen immediately, there will be some small changes to accommodate for them. And that's just how it is. Like, if the people were enough, because there's obviously very few black people in America, like, if the people were enough and there were enough people that were, like, gathered behind the message, the government would have no choice but to listen to them. Because in any situation, the people who actually, like, run the shit, they're always, like, outnumbered by the people who, like, run the shit for them, who follow them and running the shit. Like, there'll always be more fans than there are artists. There'll always be more listeners than there are speakers because, like, that's just the way it works. And that's, like, this power of, like, fan or a fan base or just people linking up and doing shit together, I feel. Yeah, I also feel um, like, let me say, you know, the term fake news. <clears throat> I feel that it also adds to this because what I find is a lot of people don't tend not to do research because it's proof enough in how, you know, how people weren't following the 6 9 case, but just because it was such a big trending topic that they all went to his live, they all went to his music. And then also in the sense of how no one, not many people watched the R. Kelly documentary, but then they were all obviously trying to relate his lyrics. Like a lot of people just read headlines. That's my, that's the point I'm trying to make. They don't do enough research behind the things that they want to speak out towards. So with cancel culture, you get you get the core the core inside that's actually fighting for something and then you get all these other swarms of people that just want to give opinions on obviously what's happening and then they say they they're in the lane of cancel culture because that's what's also happening with obviously this black lives matter movement that's happening now and then also here in south africa we've got obviously the army and the soldiers we're also trying to fight that front from what I've been seeing um, obviously online, everyone's outspoken about it. Even on most of my timelines, I've been seeing people talking about the army and that, and obviously trying to 
quote, I wouldn't say they're trying to cancel the army, but like I'm saying, they're obviously trying to get justice for the people that have been abused and mistreated by the army. But yeah, so it's like how I feel like in terms of going about these things, everyone needs to agree on something because, you know, like for us, it's impossible to all use one name, but then to be fighting for numerous things. The the progress on that is going to be so slow and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt much more with that slow progress than to slowly conquer one-minded battles because it's like going to war like say you want to attack a castle and you're going to war with all these units but then you're all fighting on different sides of the castle you're not going to take those walls down like those 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 people will handle you guys individually because they can because they're the ones who have who have the solid forts to fight against you they'll ha- they'll hand that's why every time these these movements come, you see them fall or they go silent and then they try to come up again, fall, go silent. It's like we're waiting for different things to happen because this George Floyd thing, it's like, it's not like the first story. Even this army, the army thing that happened here with them, their numerous names. I saw them yesterday when I was obviously reading up on it more and more. I saw numerous names of the people that the army have injured. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is intense. One of them was Petrus Miggles. Um, one of them was Sibusiso Amos. And then we also have Collins Corsa. Uh, That's the one that happened. And I was reading all about all of these names and I was like, damn, like there's, there's, <clears throat> sorry about that. There's a lot that's happening and, we have to focus in terms of um, obviously if you want to succeed in quote unquote cancel culture or any justice or injustice that's going on, you have to like be one be, as it, because it's, it sucks because like there are other people fighting for other things and it sucks to be like, you have to be one voice. But the thing is the one voice thing will, will succeed in getting something done rather than fighting all these single battles that's the point i'm trying to make so yeah and then in turn have you have you have you guys because obviously the doja cat situation applies to this as well we all know what doja cat was doing and that i just want to ask you guys like in terms of cancel culture like say something like doja cat situation just to give context to this doja cat was obviously caught in a chat room with like I forgot the proper name for them, but basically they were calling them like KKK members because these dudes were like throwing racial slurs. They were throwing derogatory terms, all types of sorts. And Doja Cat was in the middle of that chat room, basically like just laughing, entertaining them. And from what I've read, she's been part of that chat room for some time. I don't know the the time period of how long she's been part of that, but yeah. And I just want to ask you guys, like, in terms, like, do we believe, first of all, do we believe Doja Cat's um, apology? Because she issued an apology, tried to, like, hash it up. She was like, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't believe in apologies. It's the standard. Because apologies, like, for situations like these, it's like cheating. Like, you wouldn't apologize if I didn't catch you. Yeah. Yeah. 
wow, you know? So, nah, I don't believe in, 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 in that apology, nah. Because I just feel like it's something she said, like, to cover it up or, like, just to get it over, just to say, I addressed it. Like, I apologize. Which more you want from me? So that's just what I see. So, nah, I don't believe it. Yeah, even me. Yeah, I'm rolling with MK. Yeah, I'm also rolling with MK because I saw <laughs> she she went live after that apology. It was like, yo, my PR team did that. Like, <laughs> and then I was like... <laughs> Wait, did she say this? <laughs> yes, dude. She was on she was on Instagram live and she's like, My PR, it wasn't all me. I said some things and my PR cleaned it up a little bit. Like, when do you think I would ever say that? <laughs> and then she she basically she's she then went on to be like, I love interaction. Now I can say what I actually mean. And then she didn't apologize for anything. She was basically just saying, like, this isn't my character. And I was like, yo. Oh, they... <laughs> I hate how she brought us into the apology, though. I hate how she did South Africa. Yeah, that, that's another thing. Like, if you're ever caught doing something nasty, don't name drop the place you're from because yeah subconsciously pers- yeah subconsciously you're associating us with you <laughs> yeah she was like i am south african then I was half like, my family no. yeah. <laughs> i was like no we already have problems i was like we already have problems how do you oh. deny speaking about your dad and then when going when the going gets tough you want to speak about the country yeah just because her her blackness was in question she was like unlike you other african americans i'm actually from africa <laughs> and i was like no i was like no baby girl <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no Yeah, she's super foul But now we have to speak about the The contrast of obviously Canceling someone But not not In in no association to these people That we've just spoken about Damn But I want to talk to you guys about growth What is What is your I guess theories Or ideas around the term growth uh, like, how do you perceive growth? Like, what are the... Like the, fir- the first thing that pops up in my mind, you know, when, like, you talk about growth and shit, it's just the idea of, like, maturity. And then it's, like, do y'all believe in, like, maturity? Because, you know, like, when you're younger, they're always telling you, yeah, girls mature faster than boys and that type of situation. <clears throat> and then you look at it, like, a couple of years later and you look at this woman who's, like, maybe older than you, maybe, yeah, yeah, most times older than you, and it's like, yeah, like, she has the appearance of having, like, her shit more together, but, like, when you dig into it, it's not as together as it seems, so mm. maybe maturity, like, in that sense, or in a lot of sense, when people say it, is just being able to project this image of being what you're not, you know, like, if you're able to convince people you're stable, and you got it all put together, and you're organized, and it's all good, even if it isn't, maybe that's, like, what people mean when they talk about maturity. But, like, that's what I wanted yeah. to ask y'all. Like, what are your thoughts, like, in relation to growth? 
what have y'all what what have you seen about or what do you think about like maturity do you believe in it um how i see maturity is a funny one bro because <clears throat> first of all <clears throat> in terms of the huns thing like i feel like huns present themselves nicely but like have you ever have you ever seen a hun you're like oh yeah this is the type of girl i need then you get with her and behind closed doors she's a fool like she's <laughs> like she she joking she childish and you like damn yeah you like when you like when i when i got you i thought you were like my second mom <laughs> now i find now i find out <laughs> You're like, now I find out you're just as big of a fool as I am. (laughs) So maturity maturity is interesting because I always think about it like there are different situations where you see different types of maturity in people. So like in terms of maturity, I feel like it it piggybacks on experience because that's how I would look at it because there are times where you weren't experienced in something and then you learn more about it. And then next thing you find yourself teaching someone about that thing that you, you knew yeah. nothing about a few years ago. Or so, so it's like, it also it's goes like, with, mm. it also goes with what you're going through in life. Yeah. So maybe you go through a phase, like you go through something and that sort of like changes you in a way. Yeah. Well, it just adds to maturity. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, um, that, because obviously, you know, there's IQ and there's EQ, the emotional intelligence. And I feel like yeah. that's, that's to add to the EQ. Like, you emotion, when you emotionally grow, you just have an aura about you. Like, there's some people when you meet them and you're like, whoa, this dude, there's, there's something more behind the words that he just says. Because he could say the most, like, or she could say the most simple things and you would be like, whoa, if I said that, I wouldn't have the same impact as them. Like, he, yeah. he just touched spirits. Like, this man walked in here and touched spirits. He has the Limpopo voice. <laughs> Like, so, who's this? Is this kind of calmness? Yeah. It's just this calmness that, that he has. Mm. Yeah, so maturity, that's interesting. How do, but who, <laughs> first of all, I just want to say, yeah, I was serious just now. Now, let me, let me get off a few jokes. <laughs> but first of yeah. all, I want to say, who, who came up with the term that um, <laughs> women mature faster than men? Like who who came up with that? Mm. I mean, lot, have no idea. There are a lot of terms. Wait, but I know that... why. Wait, I know why they say that though. Why? Is it because we fools? Is, is I feel like wrong? no. I feel like it's the. I feel like it's the kind of responsibilities that they put under oh, from a young age. Okay. So that's yeah. why they say they mature faster. Yeah, but now nowadays there are a lot of things that like women aren't expected to do. Yeah, no, carry on. I was saying because that's like the whole the whole thing they're trying to abolish the gender roles and that. So like there are a lot of things that like a woman isn't required to do anymore. But then my my beef <laughs> my beef now is I'm noticing a lot of these 
these terms that women make up and I'm like, I'm slow, because my mind is like, my mind is a sick maze. <laughs> like, when I start thinking about things, it goes somewhere else. But now, I think about some of these terms that the girls be glorifying. Like, first of all, <laughs> the sleigh queens. At first, it started off like huns that are like achieving stuff, killing it. And then it just yeah. went dark. It went dark. <laughs> <laughs> Women need to stop allowing the demons to infiltrate their terms. Like, because the, there's some females who are looking for terms so that they can just be like wild. Even because even like remember City Girl. City Girl also started off like that. Like, it, it was for like a boss bitch, like a girl that's like yeah. a boss, um, corporate winning, getting cash, being independent. Then next thing yeah. I started seeing twerking. I started seeing, and I was like, "Whoa!" And then I started, and now, now it's evolved. It's evolved into seco mode. I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm to me on live saying, "Hey, baby girl, go get the sunlight. Go get the sunlight." <laughs> So that's my thing. I just want to tell the, the strong women out there that actually try to achieve things like you guys should protect your, your quotes, your terms, all the things you invent. Like you need to keep that safe because they are, they all just put into one umbrella. Yeah. Because they yeah. are, they are niggas who do this too. Like who take terms and like run with it in somewhere else. Like, yeah, like how hustling used to be like you selling stuff, <laughs> and like now hustling <laughs> means something totally different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what people hear when people are like, Yo, we're trying to, yo, but I'm hustling in their minds, like equals unemployed. Boy. Like, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. So, the hustler, my... oh, okay, struggling. <laughs> <laughs> A part of someone saying they're hustling means they have a plan. A part of someone saying they're hustling means they have a plan. They know what they're going to do with their lives. It's just that they're not where they need to be yet. Mm. (laughs) But somehow they just associate that with, okay, broke. (laughs) But I understand because some some dude's been saying that since 2005. Yeah, I'm hustling. You know me. I'll, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Like, wow, dude. <laughs> Yo. So, so maturity. <laughs> Yo, but you know, let me get like one more piece in. All right. Maturity, dog. I feel like, I feel like, you know, different mm. people mature in different ways like at different stages and shit you know yeah like mm. you might be mad mature at something at 15 that i'll only be mature at, at like 30 or something but they might be like yeah. other things you know like looking at the difference between eq and iq some mm. people's iq might mature like very very quick like they might become smart like very very quick but then their eq will be whack until they're like 40 and they have kids of their own and shit and then their kids will end up raising them to a degree. I've seen that happen to a couple of people. So it's like, maybe people just mature differently. And what we try to do is we try to put them all under like one umbrella term. 
if we all wanted to be like this one thing when everybody's supposed to be their own thing, more or less, you know? And that's when maturity gets like fuzzy, you know? So yeah, just to close it off. Okay, the second one under growth okay. is success. Because my question to you guys was, um, do you guys think ma- maturity or growth or these things are some people equated to success? Like, do you think some people associate growth with success? I think people definitely do. I think people definitely do. Like, you know, like people think like just because you have like things that mean you success. Yeah, I think people do. I think people do. That's my answer. Okay, and you, Lungelo? What about you, Lungelo, dog? Um, yeah, I, I'd say... Yeah, I completely agree with MK. I don't know, there's nothing more to expand <laughs> on than that. <laughs> okay, then let me, let me get into my bag, because I was thinking about this, and the, the thing I was thinking about is, like, when I think about growth... I think about it like, yeah, success is good, but I feel like when you have growth, that naturally comes. So for me personally, I don't, because you can, you can have the most money, whatever you've seen, all these dudes like Bieber, he got super successful. He got crazy. All these dudes that like get all this money, like, and there's even some older people that have money, like even Trump, like just look at Trump. Like this man is like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see much growth there. So my thing, I've always tried to separate it into something. And the way I see growth is like, there's the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. That's how I break it up. And now I see it as like, you know, when you're growing up, when you're younger, it's like you getting, I feel like the physical stage is the first thing that you ever experience because it's like your body's changing. It's you coming into your own. It's you growing up. And then later on in your teens, like 17, 18 or so, it's you trying to get used to like how you look and who you actually are, like your physical, your physical being. It's, you, it's like the battle of the body, the battle of the yeah. body. So that's how I see it. Then the mental stage comes in. And the mental stage, I don't know when, like it, all these stages happen at different times for people. Because some people go through the physical stage in their 30s. You see them like, yo, my, my health, my life, I need a change. And they like go on yeah. some boot camp, man. Like, and you're like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. And then the mental stage, how I see it, is that you got, you sort of, this is where you start asking more questions, you know, like you start asking questions about like deeper things, like not just like, Oh, how how am I actually doing? How am I feeling? It's like you asking questions about like what you should be doing, whether you feel like what you're doing is what you supposed to be doing. What is your calling? You start asking all these other type of questions, like to help you obviously progress in a sense and to figure out who you are and obviously stabilize yourself like this is when you start getting in tune with yourself if i could compare it to anything i'd say this is like when you start being a drake song this is when you start being a drake song like yo what am i doing (laughs) would it not also be would it not also be the trials and tribulations that you go through yeah definitely 
because that adds on to it. Like you start thinking, because those things help you think. You're like, damn, I can't. And, and that's the point where you decide like, I can't be living life on autopilot. I need to be conscious in every moment. Like you need, yeah. you need to start being conscious in every moment. And then the spiritual level, this is like when you start getting into your, oh, this is deeper than me. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you like, like, this life, it's more than just me. It's like, that's yeah. like the way you start seeing yourself being more selfless, whether you like say like, oh, I need to help people more or whether you, you see like, oh, I need to uplift people more or you start getting into that whole sense of like, um, I just, I just, I don't just live for myself. And you start asking yourself, like, how do I have more of an impact on obviously how I want to be and where I'm, where I'm gonna be in sense like that. Like some people, it's like mm. the whole church bag. Like some people are like, oh, I reconnected with the Lord, Jesus, and they go into that whole bag. <laughs> and then yeah. other people, other people, they might. They might, you know, like this um, affirmation thing where people are like, if you say stuff, um, you'll achieve it. And like the laws of the world, like people believe in those. Sounds skeptical. Huh? (laughs) Sounds so skeptical about it. Me? Yeah. Yeah, because I I don't believe in that, man. (laughs) I'm going to bring it to you. I'm going to bring it to you, Chad. I don't I don't believe in the Why? I'm not saying I'm not saying people shouldn't. I just the only thing because you know how I view things, like if you believe in something, then it'll happen. Yeah. So like my thing is I only believe in the Lord and myself. So whatever whatever I whatever I as a being believe in, like that's why I just think I think that's because I had I posted this on my Facebook one time. I was like do you guys really believe in karma or like uh do you guys believe in karma but then what happens if the nigger you want karma to kill doesn't believe in karma like what happens then because i i personally don't believe in karma karma yeah but that's what you'd say but then i'd be like bro but i don't believe in it so because i've never i've never experienced anything to do with karma like Cause I just I just so take things as they are. Like when something yeah. bad happens to me, I'll be like, "Oh, bruh, that's life." Like life got like when you give something, so you don't, something has. So you to don't be. believe it's karma at some point. Yeah, I just don't believe it's karma, bro. Cause some cause you know mad, bad, works, Yeah, but you know, mad no. bad stuff happens to people. Like you yeah, can't say every it. time something bad happens, oh, karma, it, it, it hits him. <laughs> <laughs> let me like let, let, let me try let, let me try to let, let me try to show you how I see it, you know, because like yeah, you mm. can't. I, I sort of believe in it. It's like on a personal level, there's certain things that like you do every single day, and those things they have a certain consequence on the world around you. It's just that simple. Every day you wake up, you breathe in, you drink water, you do all these things, and they affect the world around you. You make decisions every day, and yeah. certain decisions they lead you towards certain consequences, you know. Like, if you want to be a millionaire, there's certain things which you got to do so that you can get there. If you want to have, like, if, if, if you want to have, if you want to make music, you got to have a mic, you got you got to sing, you got to do something, you know, it just, doesn't just yeah. happen. 
And when you've yeah. done that thing, you're going to have music, you know? That's how it works. It's cause and effect. And that's how calm it is. Like, when you do certain things, bad things are going to happen to you. Not because, like, of anything, but just because that's the natural consequence. When you sing, there is music. When you hurt people, people are hurt. And you are people. You know, you're a person yourself. Like, as you yeah, go out, yeah. as you hurt other people, other people hurt other people. And you're part of those people, you know? So whatever you do for once to the world, the world's going to do the same thing back to you. And yeah. that doesn't mean that, like, every single bad thing that happens, you can blame it on karma. You can, to a certain degree. But if that doesn't, like, help you, like, navigate your world better, then it doesn't really help, you know? Like, just look for... Yeah, that's how I see karma, to a degree. Just look for how it can help you and how it can help you understand why you're battling through some of the same things, why you're struggling mm. with some of the same issues, why you keep, like, you know, why you keep going back to some of the same women, why you keep stumbling over the same <coughs> classes, you know, you just look at the calm around it, like, what have I done, and what has mm. been the consequence of everything that I've done, and if I wanted the consequence to be different, what will I have to do? That's karma. Facts, mm. but, but also, also when, when I talk about karma, because there's some people, these people need to understand something, if you're sitting there with your limpopo energy, bro, like you, you, you trying to, you trying to transfer hate, you know, there's some, there's some people, <laughs> no, but wait, there's you're some, there's some... <laughs> yeah, I need to chill on that. I need to chill on that. <laughs> but there's some people. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, be careful, be clouds yeah, right It's bright as shit. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's carry on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm saying. I respect all the great powers. I'm just saying. Even me, me, even me, include me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get it. What I'm saying is like if you're someone who believes in karma and say some you were you were having some sort of squabble with someone, whether it's over finances, money, or business, and then you end up getting the shorter stick, and then you just go in a dark room and you're sitting there like mm, karma's gonna get him, it's gonna strike him. Like my thing is <laughs> you're also putting negative energy into it so you're also gonna get hit by karma that's why that's why i'm like bro if there's some people because there's some people who do things naturally and they don't even think it was a bad thing that's why i'm saying when when there are people who believe in karma because there's been some instances yeah there's been some instances where like the, the easiest example would be you and your girl there'll be some instances where you didn't do something, but it meant so much to them and you've already moved on. Like say you, you've left home, you've gone out to the world and she's back at home. Like, yo, I can't believe this asshole, like this dick. And you, you have, you're there in the world. You have no idea what the hell is going on. You're like, so in that case, that's how I take it when I say, like, I don't believe in karma. Because in that case, it'll be like, this person will be... Because, like, even someone, like, 50 cents for celebrity status, for someone that's, like... Because he's been through a lot. But I see him as, like, this invincible man. Because how many people have been like, yeah, karma's going to get him. Man got shot, he survived. Then they've said something else, karma's going to get him. Man was doing other things, he survived. Karma's going to get him. Man... 
posted a YouTube vid on his one page of him showing people how to cook crack. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> then, then he had that song, I'm laughing straight to the bank. <laughs> and all the parents were like, yo, we need to stop buying this dude's stuff. We need to make him like lose success. Next thing, man yeah. quit rapping, went into the series world and he's he had number one series. He's got a wicked dollar production yeah. company. <laughs> so I'm like, some people they they just move different like yeah you trying to strike them That's down with is. your karma isn't gonna work <laughs> see, That's true that that's a very good point person... Nah but the... yeah it is it is but like the thing with that is like the only person who knows karma like your karma you know it's as you said it's 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 God in yourself you know yeah. and only you know everything that you've done like, 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 look at how, like, he moves. Like, look at someone like Jay-Z, who talks about how... Not even Jay-Z. Look at someone like Drake. Drake, right? Mm. Drake has been moving with the same team, basically, since the 2010s, in terms of producer, in terms of crew, in terms of whatever. That's yeah. a form of karma, you know? That's a form of putting energy out there. And the energy he gets back from his crew, that's a form of karma. Same with, like, yeah. 50 Cent. Same with however people move. Like, they can do whatever they do to people, like, as you see them. But they also have their own mechanisms, their own systems, which work for or against them, you know? If you yeah. find the systems that work for you and make you like a stronger person, you can be invincible because that's the way your calm is wired up. However, anybody else sees it, that's their problem and it ain't yours, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah you're right. Like, you just wishing and just saying, yo, this nigga's going to fall because of karma. That ain't going to work, you know? Yeah, that ain't going to work. Just cause mm. <laughs> that. that that ain't how the world works, bro. Things don't just happen just because you really want them to happen. You gotta make them happen. Yeah. Facts. Damn. That's some deep stuff. But yeah, the, the quote just for people who are pretty tried. Yeah, damn. Just for people out there who are like obviously chasing success. I know a lot of young dudes be trying to get quick success, you know, that microwave success. But how I see it is because there was there was a time where Obviously, this is something my uncle told me because I was looking at stats and I was like reading it like a lot of people only become millionaires by the time they're 40. Because, you know, like a lot of young dudes are experiencing anxiety, stress, depression right now because like obviously they're looking at what other people are achieving. And that's why I strongly advise people take breaks from social media because like at some point you end up comparing yourself to other people, like even if you don't mean to yeah same people you're consuming so the thing my, my uncle told me is your your 20s are for discovering who you are your mm. 30s are for dis, are for discovering and getting to what you want to do and then your mm. 40s are for defining that thing that you want to do and then your 50s are for making sure that thing is sustainable and then your 60s are to enjoy everything that you've done. And obviously, so forth after your 60s, 70s, 80s. So that's, the, that's just the quote I'm going to leave, obviously, the younger people with. And just people right now who are obviously, like, yeah. stressed. Because obviously, COVID especially, got us. Yeah, COVID got us, especially like, stressed. Mm. Yeah. Especially Instagram being, having that sort of influence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where they... 
dictate this narrative of by 20, by age 21, like you need to have this life. Mm. Like it doesn't always actually turn out that way. Yeah, like and most of the people, Yeah. <laughs> and most of the people who are living those lives on Instagram aren't necessarily necessarily living those lives in, you know, in reality. Facts. In real life. Facts. It's just an aesthetic. Like, you know, yeah. And some people like they just they just live differently. Like if you're born to so like to so like a millionaire, you can't compare me who was born to who I was born to, you know? Like that's yeah. just not the way the world works. So I just think like yeah, you're right. You're right. We've got to stop comparing and just move in our own lane. I think that's the one yeah. thing we can take from this combo on growth. Like, growth happens at your own time in your Facts. own way. Facts. And a lot of those people, also, people circumstances don't, are very different for people. Yeah. Like, situations, you're, like your starting points to, to success in life is way different. Some people are in the middle. Some people are all the way at the back. So, yeah. So, like, like yeah. Yeah, damn. Okay, that's growth. <laughs> now, the next topic we got here, the final topic. Mm. Rejection. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been waiting. <laughs> uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay. Now I want to ask you guys, how do guys handle rejection compared to how a female handles rejection? Let's discuss. Mm. <laughs> how do y'all handle rejection? Let, let, let me find out this first before I put myself out there. How do y'all handle rejection? Mm, I have a, okay, my, my, quick, my, my answer is pretty much like a blanket statement, I guess. But it's how I felt because there's, I feel like there's two ways you can ask me is how I handled rejection and how I handle rejection now. Because now, because the way I see it now is this, there's no, for me personally, there's no bigger rejection than the first time I got rejected. Right now, rejection just doesn't mean anything to me. I move. Like it's it's trial and error at this point. So like my first rejection, yo, that shit had me. <laughs> I was in a mess, dog. I was in a yeah. mess. Do you know? Okay, yeah. fuck it. Fuck it. Let me tell my story. Let me tell my yeah. story. Because <laughs> you Wait, asked me a question. Get into your story, mm. Before you get to get into the story, do you ever catch do you ever catch an L so big that you tell yourself that like, you know what I'm taking this to the grave. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever have you ever been curved so hard? You're like, you know what? No one should ever know about this. No yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I have. And then the hands exposed me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I am not Oh, not it, dog. <laughs> You know, you know when you go to the group chat and your name's there, <laughs> your yeah. name's there. Like someone's like Enzo, and then you're like, hey, shit. <laughs> <laughs> then they're like, like, bruh, I heard. And then you're like, nah, <laughs> that ain't true. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. That's not even my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what was your story? Oh. <gasps> You know what the the worst the worst rejection for me isn't like the ones where I'm pursuing a hun. 
it's the ones it's where right. yeah because i feel i feel like pursuing and courting are two different ones because pursuing it's you using lines you know the generic thing you using lines on them promises mm. but now when i'm courting a hun that's like when you're sending her music you send you're sending her like poems and shit you're making playlists you out you're like yo let me come cook for you <laughs> Like you, yeah, you, you are mad. You like, oh, let me come take care of you and stuff. Like, oh, uh, your your parents aren't home. You're hungry. Let me get some chicken licking. I'ma come over. Some some stuff like that. Like that's like with me when I'm in my courting mode. And that was the yo. There was okay. Let me start off. There was this hun, and the the convos because this was the first time when I handled a situation where. You know, like where you don't know if the girl's being friendly, and you don't know like whether she's like into you. So this was like my first experience. So like I yeah. was like, whoa, okay, this girl, this girl's nice, man. Because like I was in love, I was in love with like you're in love, damn. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was, I was digging the way like she was obviously like her outlook on life, like she also had like these like real things that you know like when you when you start talking to a girl with actual hobbies bro you start talking to a girl with like actual hobbies and interests that she has like she's not just like makeup and like all the simple simple stuff she actually like has hobbies and stuff so i was like damn this girl's good so then i used to like write her little things send them to her and i'd pop up every now and then in the mornings you know, I would send her a nice track, <clears throat> like R and B song, like yeah, start your day off nice, ma. <laughs> like start your day off nice. <laughs> you know, just give her a little summon, like here's a little cape. This how it be when you find someone with depth. Yeah, and then <laughs> this is the wild part. Like at first it was just like going smooth. Then you get to that point. Where like you don't like where her emojis they she you know like when you're talking to someone they're the they're the everyone emojis <laughs> then the yeah, the, yeah. the emojis when when they get familiar with you but I didn't know at that stage that there was that change of like that change in how people type and whatever and also I didn't read her vibes like whether she was being friendly or not so then the emojis change to those familiar emojis where they start getting comfortable, start sending you maybe one, two roses. And you're like, whoa. So at the time I was young and experienced. I was like, whoa, you know what? I, I need to go full attack. It's time to <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's time to load the revolver. That's when the playlist, the playlist came out. And then that's when also, I, you know, you, you big yourself up. You're like, it's time to drop this bomb. So then I dropped the bomb like, yo, ma, I've been feeling you <laughs> for some time, blah, 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 <laughs> blah. And then next thing she was like, eh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, shit. And, was like, and oh, she was shit. like, she was like, yeah, I was just rooting for you. Like, you could do this. Like, I didn't know you were feeling this. Mm. And she's like, 
and she's like, you know, it's worse when they when you can already tell it's awkward, but then the girl's like, yo, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was like, this bitch. It's worse when they say it is. Yeah. I was like, yo, this bitch. How dare she? So I was like, how dare she? And then that was the first time when I experienced like, oh, it's just being friendly. Like, you, you, you got ahead of yourself. I was like, what happened? How you tell me I got ahead of myself? <laughs> I'm like, I can see this now. <laughs> yeah. That was deep. That was deep. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then now, yeah. wait, wait, wait. But now, you guys, how do girls handle rejection? How do guys handle rejection? <sighs> it's different, man. You know what I hate about... Yeah. Um, you know, this goes both ways. This is both men and women. But in my experience, I've seen it with women. Yeah. A girl will pursue you, right? How do women and then pursue you? <laughs> what? No, carry on. <laughs> no, <laughs> how, does, how, how does a woman pursue? That's actually a very a interesting question. Yeah, how does a woman pursue? Y'all, y'all never had a woman who pursued you? Had them say it. So the text, wait. So from how you guys used to speak versus how she speaks to you, do you not notice that change? No. I'm so down. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I always have girls tell me, like, I used to like you. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know. Okay, wait. Let me just finish the story. So it's like, they'll, they'll like you. And then they'll probably tell their friends and then their friends will pump them up like, yeah, no, you should tell him, you should tell him. And then you reject her. Mm. Why is it, why is it that the friends guilt trip you or make you feel guilty for rejecting her? Oh my God. They pull the so why do they call. always sit there like, oh, you're such, a, you're such a bad person. You're such a bad human being. I'm like, I don't like this person. Mm. Yeah. They pull the victim card. Yeah, they yeah. do that. It's like, oh, yeah. she did so much for you. She's always, she was always 16. You. She was doing this. I'm like, I didn't ask. <laughs> you know? But it's like, at the same time, you should have stayed to your intentions. You shouldn't just, you shouldn't have let it boil to a point where uh, you've convinced your friends that, you know what, if, if, if I had to ask this guy out, like, right now, mm. it's a done deal. And then when yeah. the opposite happened, now they were surprised. Like, oh, like, yeah. why did you such a nice girl? I'm like, yo, come on. Yeah, like, I'm a nice guy, too. Like, I told him the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like, you now, you ha- now you have this bad guy persona, and you, you're just labeled as this, you know, that gent. Oh, my God. Have you ever been invited to a group chat, and it's just a bunch of, like, unknown numbers? <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happened to me one time. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> They're like, yo. They put you on a group chat? Yeah, with the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I ask? Can I ask? Uh-huh. <laughs> what was the name of the group? Yo, I can't even remember. I won't even lie. <laughs> I was so shocked. <laughs> 
something super corny. <laughs> But yeah, they put me in that group and I was like, yo, and then they're like, hey, what's wrong with you? I was like, yo. I was like, this is intense. But yeah, Wait, so they got you <laughs> yeah. They got you in the, they got you in a group chat to reprimand you. Yeah, they literally did, bro. I was getting, it felt like I was in the confessional box. Like, but but except there was the there was nothing I could say that was right. Everything I said was wrong. <laughs> they were like, wrong, wrong. <laughs> oh, they want you to say things that they want to hear. Yeah, like yeah, I'll, I'll, some of them are not even here I'll for pick your response. Her up. They just yeah, some of them are not even here for your response. They just want to get their points across. They want oh. you to know that you're the bad guy, and then yeah, they did. Yeah. Whatever you have to say, that's yeah, that's on you. That's deep. And it's crazy how, like, because as dudes, I feel like how I feel about guys and rejection is I feel like we experience a thousand levels of rejection. And then you just become like, you just become so, what's numb to wow. it, I guess. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, say, yeah. say you go to Groove or you go to a club or something, and then you try, you see a honey you like, you're like, yo, I need to make some advances. Like, yo, can I buy you a drink, whatever? You buy her a drink. Next thing you're like, yo, come on. Uh, you talk for a bit. And then you try your move. It gets declined, access denied. And then you're like, whoa. <laughs> you're like, whoa, damn. <laughs> there goes my girl and my money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's like two forms of rejection. Then you're like, damn, okay. Then you move on and you'll keep sometimes when you need, because there are situations where a dude needs that hit. Like, I don't know, maybe you've been out of the game for a while or whatever. And you're like, nah, tonight, tonight, I need to like, I need to experience a moment of love. So I need to grip something. So then you'll keep, you'll keep going, trial and error. You'll get denied, 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 denied. Granted, then you're like, away, <laughs> and you get gassed. Now, for me, in the club, what I've realized, like when a girl likes a dude, she'll stand there with her friends around her. They giggling, they whatever, and you're like, whoa, this is creepy. But it's so funny because I've only ever seen, I only ever notice it when it's happening to another guy. But I never notice it when it happens to me, but I get told about it at some point. You only ever notice it when it's like your boy, you know, like you're with your guy and you can see this girl eyeing the man's out and you're like, yo, dude, I think something's happening here. And then he'll mm. he'll give the response that I will give too. Like, nah, man, you're overthinking it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes like, I notice it but I won't pay no mind mm. until a friend brings it up. Like, hey, yo. Yeah. Like, but my... I'm stopping you, dog. Oh, my God. Like, she ain't. Yeah, she ain't. Shut up, nigga. You dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why do we say that, though? Is it because we want him to give you a standard argument to, to prove himself right? To... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it also goes to appearances. It looks much cooler if you say nah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can't be like. So we all know she is, but we're just yeah, gonna You can't drink and turn around like, huh, where, where is she? Where is she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring fair. her here. Bring her here. <laughs> They'll be like, nah, dude. That's not swag at all. Like, you can't. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> but then now, my thing is, Whenever I've, because niggas are numb to rejection. So, like, we get rejection tons of times. And now with the Han, <laughs> I've seen a Han, like, try, be like, yo, this is my first time. I'm going to try this. I've never had to chase a man. Blah, blah. They give their whole, their right. whole, you know, idol speech. Yeah, yeah, you know, my mom raised me to never chase a man. All the stuff they give the idol speech, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then yeah. they go, they go talk to a guy once, and the guy says, uh-uh. <laughs> "No, no." <laughs> You see them fall apart, like literally crumble. <laughs> but can I? I actually had a point with that. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say this happens mostly to pretty girls. Yes, pretty girls who yeah, live. Pretty girls. Wait, it's wait, it's 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 pretty girls who live or uh, live by pretty girl privilege. Mm. So it's pretty like you never, you you never had. Wait, you never had to be the one who made the move. Like, all you have to yeah. do is show up and everything is handed to you. Mm. And then it's going to be that one day yeah, when you like, see someone you like and it's like, he's not yeah. paying you no mind. He's not giving you the attention that you're used to. And then you yeah. try and you shoot your shots and then you miss. Most times, it's not that you, you shoot your shot. Sometimes you miss your shot. You, you miss your shot because your game is whack. You never yeah. had to have game. Now yeah. you're forced to have game. <laughs> and now your game is whack. Yeah. The guy rejects you, and now suddenly it's like, you're rejecting me. You know, this is that thing. Yeah, like I feel like that's the case if you're not used to rejection. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that happens like, with guys as well. That happens with guys as well. When you know, all you have to do is just be handsome, show up. You got money, speak to a chick, and she's there. And then you meet that one girl who does not give a fuck about any of that. Yeah. You go there with your looks, your money, she's yeah. in her face, and you just. You're insulted now. You're like, what? You're not moved by me? Yeah. So I feel like there's a certain ego that develops. Mm. Yeah, I feel like there's a certain ego that develops. The opposite of the pretty girl um, would be the sniper. Like for the guys. (laughs) That would be the sniper. The guy who just bags. (laughs) He bags. Yeah. (laughs) The guy who who gets his shots all the time. Like, he's Steph Curry. That's Steph Curry. (laughs) Because they're usually the ones, because he's had so many hands, and now if this hand presents herself, he'll be like, it's so wild, but now he has standards. Like, you know, like the sniper, you've seen him eat many things, like many hands, you've seen him eat many hands, and then all of a sudden this one comes and he has standards, like, uh-uh, like, block. <laughs> like, you, yeah. you can't go any further. Like he can, there's just pref- now he has a preference, and I feel like that's when they crumble. Like, because pretty girls do be liking the snipers. Like they complain about them, but they like the snipers. <laughs> they like that dude. Yeah, <laughs> the dude that was. Uh, yeah. 
it's both people who aren't used, who are more used to giving out no's than they're used to, like, taking them. Yeah. Video, like, many mm. times, it's like, you get a no. Like, as you're traveling in the club, she's out there giving out those no's, like, the same number of Facts. people. Like, Facts. she knows how to give them out real good. Mm. She doesn't know how to take them. Yeah. So, yeah. Because even the sniper, he'll have an ego trip. Like, if you see that one yeah. day where he gets denied, you're like, what, dog? Doesn't she know who I am? She doesn't know. <laughs> it's like, she doesn't what? know me. <laughs> Does she know what I drive? <laughs> Does she know where I live? <laughs> the ego trip, dog. It's like, I cannot believe it. Mm. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> that's where that's where things get super dark. Like, ah, uh, but yeah, that's been rejection. I think we good for the day, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's like two hours of content. It should be good. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, no, not right now. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been a trip. Alright, people, it's been fun. This is episode two of Cancel Me Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your support on the last few episodes. And hopefully, we'll be bringing many more soon. That's all from me, Henzo. That's all from Lungelo. That's all from MK. And we out. Yeah. yeah.